Like I said, we're going to have a little bit of a more contemplative morning this morning. Um, Carl, thank you for bringing the fun this morning. <laughs> that was amazing. So as you guys know, we are making our way towards the Easter season while studying Matthew. And this week we are on Matthew 4, after Jesus' 40 days in the wilderness, and now we are seeing him begin his ministry. Um, so like I said, we're going to have a contemplative time. We're going to engage in some prayer, reflection, and scripture. So I really love Lectio Divina, which we've done a lot of here at Central Vineyard. Lectio Divina is divine reading of scripture. And so it's recognizing that Christ is truly present in scripture and that the reading of scripture allows God to speak to us. So we're going to take it slow together this morning and do just that. Um, so I would like to engage in a Lectio-type meditation together over the scripture. It's Matthew 4, 12 through 25, which is when Jesus begins his ministry. And he was just in the wilderness for 40 days, which as we know, he must have been in a very, very vulnerable state during that time and after that time. So after reading the scripture a few times, I want to follow the structure that Lectio 365 uses this is an app that does daily Lectio readings in the morning and the evenings. Um, they also do prayer and reflection. So they use this acronym PRAY, which stands for pause, reflect, ask, and yield. So we'll be using that with some scriptures today and as we pray. So however you feel comfortable receiving today, whether that's closing your eyes or opening your hands or however you feel comfortable receiving the presence of God, I invite you to do that now. We're just going to pray a very simple prayer before I get into scripture. And that prayer is, Holy Spirit, come. Matthew 4, 12 through 25. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach. Repent, for the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven has come near. I'm going to read it one more time. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. So this morning we are going to begin with pause. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly, 
to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. Holy Spirit, open our eyes, stir our hearts, and teach us to see how your light is dawning in our lives. I pray with the 13th century German Benedictine nun and mystic Gertrude the Great. She prays, O oh love, O oh God who created me, in your love recreate me. Fill up in me whatever part of your love has fallen into neglect within me. O oh love, O oh God who first loved me, Grant that with my whole heart, and with my whole soul, and with my whole strength, I may love you. So I want to take a few minutes to just sit in this space, and some questions that you can ask yourself are, what do you feel in your body right now? What are you bringing into this space? What are you holding on to as you came into this space this morning? What comfort do you need from God today? What are you noticing about yourself or about the environment that you're in? We're going to take some time to rejoice and reflect. So this morning, we rejoice in God's intentional gaze on all his creation today. Joining with the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 139. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. 
Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light will become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. Today we hold space for rejoicing and mourning as we look to you to be our guiding light in the darkness that we see and experience in the world. May your light illuminate the path when we feel like we are walking blindly. Holy Spirit, you know our cry for intimate belonging, as well as our cries over the injustice we see in the world. We hold close to the person and hope of Jesus and his ministry and the ways he shows us how to be human. Next, we're going to do a little bit of reflection as we move on to our ask portion. The first question is, do I feel the Holy Spirit's comfort and friendship in my own personal seasons of wilderness? 
or when I feel the darkness caving in around me. Do we turn to your comfort or away in our own shame, insecurity, or anger? Now this next question is often a, a universal experience, a universal feeling that a lot of us feel. And the question is, do I feel your absence when I need it the most? Lord, we recognize that you do not cause grief, but rather grieve beside us in our deepest sorrows. Holy Spirit, we ask you to draw near to us with the peace and comfort that you offer. For those who feel alone, we ask for your friendship to be close to them. We also ask you to draw near to us in our suffering. And we ask for your kindness to wash over us. We remember your word in Isaiah 58:11. The Lord will guide you continually giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. Holding any particular sadness before you now, we simply sigh. Casting the cares of our hearts upon you, Lord. And now, breathing in slowly, we consciously receive the peace of God that transcends all understanding. Lord, we ask for you to impart in us the hope that is your kingdom being near. The kingdom of God has drawn near to us in the person of Jesus. 
We rejoice in this and ask for the peace that comes along with knowing this. Now we're going to move on to a yielding prayer. As I return to Psalm 139, we listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit is highlighting to each of us today. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. This psalm brings to mind the song, You Meet Me Here. We often sing it here at church, and this is what the lyrics say. Where can I go from your presence? Where can I hide from your spirit? You meet me here. From the highest highs to the lowest lows, from the mountaintops to the valleys below, you meet me here. You don't give up even when I do. You don't walk out when I threaten to. You are steady when I can't be still. Your love finds me and it always will. In the darkest night, though I try to hide, even there your light shines bright like the morning. You meet me here, spirit, you meet me here. Always embracing, never rejecting, your kindness draws me near. Now we're going to look forward at a yielding promise. Now, as I prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day and week, the Lord who loves me and who loves all of you says in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 4, 6, For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. Isaiah 43, 2 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. 
When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. And then lastly, Isaiah 57, 15 says, For this is what the high and exalted one says, He who lives forever, whose name is holy. I live in a high and holy place, but also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. So before we do communion, I have a closing blessing for all of you. And then I would like to spend a few minutes. And if anyone would like to share what God was bringing up to you, this is a wonderful time to share. So we would love to open that up to you. But first, I would love to share this blessing over you. I bless you in the name of Christ and ask that in his great mercy, he would not be silent when you cry out to him. That in the trials that await you, his presence would be near. May you be surrounded by the ministry of heaven and the fellowship of the saints. Take comfort in this, that the Father sees your heart How despite many stumbles and falls along the way, it stubbornly clings to his grace. The dreams and desires within you are seen by him. Your yearning for beauty, your capacity for great and glorious things. May he bring them to fruition. May the garden you've been tending burst forth with life. May you be a living example of the faithfulness of God and the power of his gospel. For he is not distant, cloistered in a castle in the sky. He is near working, saving, redeeming, weaving a marvelous story with your life. While others hope in temporal things, in power and privilege, money and merit, building houses on shifting sand. Look once more to Jesus. Find in him a deeper joy. May your heart swell with the hope of new creation, anchored by the promises of God, and so outlast these passing things. Come, Lord Jesus, bring us into your eternal kingdom. Amen. So now we're just going to take a few minutes in silence, and I just want to use this space to welcome anyone who felt anything that God is speaking to them, anything they feel like God would like to speak to our congregation. Um, this is not in any way a pressured thing. <laughs> like, if nobody comes up, that is totally fine, and we'll just sit in the silence and the awkwardness, and awkwardness is awesome. So, yeah, so come Holy Spirit.
Um, I just feel I should say the Lord is really, really with us. Wanted to share. We we had a worship night last week on Tuesday, and I'm sorry. We sang this song which I loved uh, that I had never heard. That it is called "Nothing I Hold On," nothing I hold on to. And there's this part that it says, "I give it all to you, God, trusting that you'll make something beautiful out of me." And I don't know. I just like that just stuck onto me so much because we often try and fail and we see ourselves and we try and we fail and we think oh i'm not worth it or whatever and i'm, I'm just a piece of garbage that's my words to me sometimes <laughs> and i just loved what carl was talking about and what rachel was talking about because it's just so grace gracious filled grace filled um that we can just show up and we can trust that Jesus is going to do something beautiful out of out of me, out of you. And he is doing something beautiful out of everyone here. We can just trust and we can just try. When you suggested that um, we focus on a word that speaks to us there, right at the beginning it said that he knows us. And I don't always let myself be known, but he knows me. I love that, Stephen. Um, what a great comfort that we are known. And even when we don't want to show ourselves, we're known. And that within that, that we are still loved. <laughs> I feel like that's the biggest barrier with human love is we put up these walls and these barriers. And we're afraid that we won't be known or we won't be loved if we're known. And with God, that's just not possible that he does know he truly knows and he truly loves regardless and it's such a simple thought but it's so profound and i would love to keep that thought in mind as we take communion today um so we have two different options we have individual ones with wafers and then we also have gluten-free crackers and grape juice so it's inclusive everyone's welcome to join um and yeah, so on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread that represented his body that was broken for us, and he said, take and eat. And then he took the cup, and he said, this is my body, or this is my blood poured out for you. Take it and drink. 
And his promise to us is that we will never go thirsty again because of the living water that he provides to us. So you are welcome at this communion table. So come if you would like to.